Welcome back, ladies, gentlemen, boys, and girls. Were you going to already cut me off that before I even got a chance to say anything? It looked like you already wanted to jump in already. You go ahead. You roll. I'll just sit back and just sip on this thing. Go ahead. That was a bad yeah, call on my part. I yeah. had to put money on the DC. Yeah, he switched it up for the summer. So uh, Three Dads, the summer drink of choice for Ed is Diet Dr. Pepper. It is not Dr. or Diet Coke. He switches it up for the summer. No, uh, no cherry vanilla or any of flavors. It's just strictly old school flavor. Diet Dr Pepper. I will say this on Ed's behalf: out of all the diet sodas, I would say Diet Dr Pepper tastes the most like the regular drink. Like Diet Coke does not taste like regular Coke. You know, Diet Mountain Dew. None of that tastes the same. But Dr Pepper figured it out for the most part. So kudos to Ed, man. And it clearly is working because uh, Ed's been drinking Diet. <laughs> sodas for years yeah yes and uh we we still are looking for the chin what's the secret behind this this gorgeous body diet coke bam bam boys <laughs> anyways well welcome back to another episode again we're trying to keep it consistent now heading into the fall season uh now that kevin's unemployed uh there really are no excuses uh i mean i'm just keeping it real dude i mean let's be honest I work at nights most of the time. Ed works events most of the time in the evening. Kev's unemployed. So there's really no reason why we shouldn't be able to continue on a uh, consistent basis here uh, with three dads. Am I am I lying, Kev? Or, I mean, no, no, no. Basically, uh, said, I'm free at any point. Whenever you guys want to record, I'm good. Yeah, so I think we've uh, we've gotten things back on track here. Just to recap last week, if you, uh, if you maybe missed the show, uh, we talked to Kev. We let him air it out uh, as far as what happened over at Wild 94.1. Kev and Buckwheat were relieved of their duties, uh, you know, after 15 plus years together. Long time, long standing radio show in our market here in Tampa Bay. And uh, Kev's taking his time here to figure out what that next move may be. We went out and did the three dads in a minivan invitational out on the golf course uh, last week, uh, which Ed chose to go out at the hottest point of the day, which of course, as you guys know, we have heat advisories uh, here in Florida, not just Florida, the whole country right now is under a heat advisory. Like basically they say from 11 AM to 7 PM, if you are not a mandatory, like you have to work outside and God bless those individuals that are on rooftops and, and just outdoors and they have to work outside. But we decided to go golfing at 11.07 a.m., literally seven minutes after the heat advisory says, do not go outside and do anything if you don't have to. We decided to put in 18 holes of golf. We had a rain delay, uh, but it was hilarious. It was fun. And like Ed said, I wish we had somebody walking around videotaping the whole thing. But uh, stay hydrated out there. Did you guys see the National Weather Channel actually did their own experiment where they went outside and put – chocolate chip cookies on a tray on the dashboard and basically came back after i don't know two hours and they had fresh baked cookies they compared them to the oven baked and they compared them to the uh, dashboard baked and they actually preferred the dashboard baked That's chocolate funny. chip cookies that is a legit experiment i saw that the weather channel uh did it's crazy i'll, I'll say this at. it was so hot that uh my golf shoes the the soles melted right off <laughs> they did and drew's both of their yeah. their shoes melted off of their feet the soles and literally we had to uh, take a pit stop at the ninth hole just so ed could get duct tape out of his car and duct tape the shoes so that we could continue that's how hot it is right now uh in the united states of america especially florida we're halfway between here and the sun we just went to vegas in may the end of may me and the family when we went to go see bruno mars and everything and um 
And it was hot, bro. Like we were walking on the side and it was probably only like 90, 92, somewhere around there. And we were walking on the sidewalk and even me and Hayes said, holy Jesus. And we live in Florida. So it's not like we came from, you know, New Hampshire. You know what I mean? And we're like, it's hot. And that was 90 degrees. And it's like 20 something more degrees there right now. I can't even imagine. I think they have the heat advisories to stay inside, don't they? They do. That's what I'm saying. They're basically stating if you do not have like a job that's mandatory for you to be outdoors, do not go outside. Your body is not meant to be able to handle that kind of heat for long periods of time it's just it's just not no matter how much you drink you're sweating it all out man it's insane what's going on kev freaking me out well no i was just like i'm not a weatherman but i know there is like a difference between say like the west heat and then what we deal with here well they say we have like the the humidity right that we deal with you walk outside and it's hard to like breathe breathe you can't you like you can almost cut the air when you walk outside that i agree with that we're ed in vegas it's so hot because it's just there's nothingness you're out there in the desert but it's a dry heat if there, there is a difference between a humid heat and a dry heat i almost prefer the dry heat over the humid heat because it suffocates you in the humidity it's just it's suffocating can you imagine you know how how red i get in florida heat with could you i would turn what like a like a burnt orange like a tabasco (laughs) sauce color out in like las vegas like the cheeto man i would i would turn like a a bar a burnt orange i think it's called well that's a good experiment What would be the like the, the red shade, shade for what, what Crayola color would Ed like, be? Chartreuse. Would there going, be a difference know. though? I have this the, color. Yeah. I have a highlighter right here. This is about the color that Ed would be. Look, uh, you can see the side by side. I'm you normally get pink. that pink, Ed. You would look at your face is almost that pink right now. I have uh, to flip the switch here because you know how like usually I have the stories to tell you. Oh, well, I got a good one for you, but go ahead. You go. You start it off because okay. I have a doozy for you. You. Okay, cool. Let me just not. This no, you go first. This isn't going to take too long. But so I had electrical work done here like a week ago. And the guy's working in the house and he goes, Hey, man, um, do you mind, sir, if I use your restroom? What am I going to tell the guy? No, no. Yeah, sure. It's right over there in the hallway. So he goes in there and I'm sitting here on my computer doing work. And I'm sitting here and I'm sitting here. And I'm sitting here. I'm like, okay, wait a second. I'm like, this guy's been in there now for like three, four minutes. Oh, and wow. I'm sitting here. <laughs> right. So I go over and I like tiptoe over because you have that bathroom in my hallway when you first enter. I go over and tiptoe over to the bathroom and the door's closed and I hear. <clears throat> <laughs> like, this dude is taking a dump in my house while he's working. <laughs> like. Like there's be there's got to where's he supposed to go in? There's got to be some protocol here in place. Like where's he supposed to? No, no, hold on, hold. I kind of agree with Ed. You got to hold on to them. Finish the job. Tell me you're going to take a lunch break. (laughs) Don't do it here. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I kind of agree with Ed, man. I don't think you can. If you don't, I don't think you can go and drop a deuce and sit there crushing candy on your phone, getting comfortable. Yeah, like lighting my bathroom up. Right. I, I, I don't know, man. I would say this. Uh, 
there's not obviously an access to a porta potty, and we know where Ed lives, right? Ed doesn't like li- he lives like in a neighborhood. So if you have to go to the bathroom, and Ed can be the first one to attest of this, if you got to go, you got to go. And so at least he was respectful enough to ask Ed, "May I use your restroom?" Ed could have been like, "Ah, you know, my kid's got to go take a shower in a minute," you know, and then give him some reason not to. Then of course he's going to be like, hey, "I'll be back in a little bit," whatever. But if he asked politely, and Ed, Ed you politely said he could at that point it's free game right so you gave him permission you did he didn't have to specify hey man you might have to go drop a deuce in your in your bathroom no he just asked politely can he use the restroom now mind you also this man is working on your home right he's working to fix your house so at the same time give this guy a little bit of compassion i would have hoped though he sprayed something when he was done you know, washed his hands, cleaned up nicely, whatever, I hope. But if he just like got up and walked out and the and the fumes like we're now through the house, that's that's jacked up. I don't know which way this one went, but that's I think it, it goes both ways, Ed, in the fact that you allowed you gave him permission. You didn't specify what he could do. So I would like to ask, um, like when we post this, everybody that's listening, if you work in kind of the construction world or or you know whether it's electrician, plumber, whatever it yeah, is, that you do and you're doing and you're doing house calls. What is the protocol of that? Like, is the dropping a deuce? Is that like uh, an unmentioned kind of rule that you don't do it, <laughs> or is it fully like, hey man, I'm working at your house, right. dude. I gotta go. You know, I'm very curious on That's that because question. I I don't know if I could do it. Hold on, Kev. You worked in the, you worked in the pool industry before you got on the radio, right? You were the pool guy. Yeah. Obviously, you're working outside, but sometimes you had friendly customers who knew who you were, right? And so they were like they'd probably be out there sometimes talking to you, whether they had a lanai. You're out there cleaning. I'm sure you've had you've worked uh, a relationship with some of your customers. You never once felt comfortable enough if you had to go to the bathroom. Like, I gotta go, like to know that I'm not near a a bathroom that's at a 7-Eleven or something like wherever I can get to, like, I got to go. You never feel comfortable enough with any of your customers to be like, I feel comfortable enough that they know me well enough to know I'm just going to be in and out quickly as best as I can. Um, I was cool with a lot of customers, but I never once went in someone's house and dropped a deuce. <laughs> okay. Did you ever you- pee in somebody's house? No. Okay. Really? So you, you kept yeah. it completely 100. Yeah. Yeah. See, look, never I'm once. Okay. I'm okay with the pee thing. Like, honestly, like if you have to be number one, I mean, and you got to go because I know I've been there before. Like, you just can't hold it. You know what I mean? But as a grown man, and this is coming from somebody who has loose bowels all the time from a grown man. (laughs) Yeah. You got you got to basically just say, "Mm, yeah, I'm going to either clench this one and work and just finish out what I got to do. And then I'll go do what I got to do or make some excuse. Mm. Right. Hey. I got to run to Home Depot. I forgot, you know, I don't have my jacket wrench in my car or whatever. I don't know what the hell they're called, but, you know, like right, just make right. a jacket wrench. Just make, jacket wrench. Just make some excuse up of why you got to go somewhere and grab something. You know what I mean? And then you go do whatever, wherever, but not in my house. Like I went in there and I was like, I had to wipe it down. And To Ed's point, and, and when you were asking me when I was cleaning pools, there was times you got to fight through it, man. Yeah, like it, it's yeah. it's mind over matter sometimes. Yeah, yeah but sometimes and, we've all been there too, where it's like I am, it, I can't hold this. Like the gas pressure builds up, and you're like, I if I don't go now, it's it's gonna be a bad situation. <laughs> which we all know Ed's experience uh, way more than we have. He's been in that situation. So Ed, 
you know, I think it's a little bit different because you felt like the guy was, you know, he was pinching one off. That's totally different than I have to go to the bathroom right now. Like, you know, the difference. Right. So I feel like maybe in that essence, he took advantage of it by just sitting there playing Candy Crush and just slow rolling it. But <laughs> if he really had to roll, like if he really had to go and you'll know, too, because most of the <laughs> we're all guys. Most of the time, you don't want anybody to hear it, right? So you're going to turn the sink on, turn the faucet on, maybe even reach over with your hands and try to wash your hands to make the sound of hand washing to cover up that you're about to explode in that person's bathroom. So uh, we've all been there before. But, Ed, I think I might have to side with you just a little bit on this one. If he seemed like he was just, you know, taking his time uh, to, to, you know, drop the kids off. Well, one last thing I want to tell you guys real quick, and then I want to hear, uh, Greg, I want to hear what you, your story is, but I have to tell you guys this. Sure. I don't think I ever told you guys this story, but it's so funny. Maybe I did. And if I did, I apologize, but I'm gonna tell it again. It's real quick. So when I first started DJing weddings, I've actually come up with things called the poop mix. <clears throat> and what it is, is <clears throat> it's a mixture of songs. Of <laughs> it's a mixture of songs. It's for myself and for my other guys. Because this is a true story. I'll never forget this. One of my first weddings ever DJ. This is going back to like 2010, 2011. It was at this little tiny, it was a wedding venue, but think of like a house. Like that's how big or small it was. It wasn't that, it wasn't like a, a big wedding hall or nothing like that. It was virtually like an old house that they turned into a wedding venue. And I was set up inside like a dining, a dining room. So there's probably, you could probably fit like 30, 35 people in there, but it was very small, very quaint, very tiny. So I'm I'm there playing music and I go, oh, my God. I was like, I have to go to the bathroom so bad. Like I couldn't hold it anymore. <laughs> so I'm going through like my list and I'm going through like lengths of songs. I'm trying to find like a song that was super long. I think I found like a Beatles that was like four and a half minutes long, something for dinner because it's during dinner hour. <clears throat> so everybody's sitting there eating. <clears throat> so I go to the bathroom. It's a one stall bathroom. I go to the bathroom. Of course, I took longer than four and a half minutes. I come out of the bathroom. So obviously, it's obvious I come out of the bathroom because everything's right there in that room. I come out of the bathroom. It was just dead quiet. Like just, you know, people are talking, you know what I mean? But like people are look, looking at me. There's no music <laughs> playing. I was like, oh, my God, this is like the most embarrassing thing in the world. So from there on out, I created these poop mixes, which are like 25 minutes long to give us time <laughs> in case something like that ever happens in the future. Enough music is running the whole entire time we have to poop. So do you have two versions? Like, do you have do, two different poop mixes? Yeah, like, if you're if it's dinner time, yep. right? You're gonna it's different music because you're setting a different tone. Right. And then if it's full on dancing, you need a little bit more upbeat. So is there poop mix volume one, poop mix volume two? <laughs> poop mix volume three. <laughs> there could be multiple mixes, like you just said, like whether it's at right? a specific yeah. part in the evening, right? It's like DEFCON one, two, three, four, five. You have yeah. to like have your DJ on standby to go yeah. defcon one defcon two so if there's an emergency defcon three defcon three they're like, <laughs> like immediately they know on the mic boom fired off and he runs like that's a great idea yeah because dude and you like, can't you can't put nah. in poop volume one if that's the dinner music right. people are out there trying to dance right cocktail hour could be defcon poop right two. you know My what i mean like and so you got to have different vari variations of the music vibes i get i, totally I will get tell you this we should tag these artists but i do have certain songs that make the poop mix volume the the dancing volume because those are the the called the bangers so it's like flow ride a low sir mix a lot baby got back <laughs> black eyed peas i got a feeling like all those songs and they're all in the same bpm yeah you did Drop you had like a feeling hot. that's why you had to play Drop it. it like it's hot yeah we got you Ed. i see what you did there <laughs> i got, I got a good. feeling
My milkshake brings in, all the boys to the yard. Put in poop <laughs> mix volume two. I think Ed's on to something. Ed, why don't you? Well, you should be like selling this to the DJs yeah, out there in the country. Be like DJs. Have you ever been stuck in a situation where you've really got to go? Introducing special Ed's poop mix volume one, <laughs> two, three, four, and five. No matter where you are in your wedding procession, you can drop in a poop mix. Ed, there's something here, man. I you think you have to poop even in the middle of a ceremony? Here's some violin and string guitar players, you know, like classical <laughs> music of the ceremony. <laughs> Real quick before, Greg, you get into your story. So uh, back to your contractor situation, Ed. So moving forward, next time you have somebody doing something or working at your house, are you going to ask them like a child, number one or number two? No. I know because that's the first yeah, time so that ever how happened. Do you avoid, how do you, yeah, so how do you avoid that in the future if you're not okay with it? You can't. You just got. I just wiped it down. Like I went. I went ham in the bathroom afterwards because I don't know. I don't know this guy from anything. You know what I mean? Like I don't. You know. I think it'd be funny even if you don't care, right? Like you just mess with him. Number one or number two, and he's like, uh, uh. The... <laughs> Do you like him in that? What was the movie? Was it like, right? You like, roll him off toilet paper. Gotta, what... It's five bucks for a little, you know, thing of toilet paper. What movie was <laughs> I that? Mean, that? think about it like then you Dude. gotta say you've got to admit that oh i'm about to go blow up you gotta make yes. don't, don't you right? remember that <laughs> don't you remember that in the movie pcu like at the house party they're like is it number one yeah. number two and the girls by the door number two all right so he rolls off a little bit of toilet paper yes. five bucks and they go in there with their little one thing of toilet paper for five bucks <laughs> that's, a paper that's poop. funny i will take that into consideration or I all can right well speaking of signal, poop, you gotta make uh i knew that poop was going to be the conversation today i just had a feeling that this was going to come up in conversations sure enough what do I find a poop related story from literally three days ago coming out of France? It has to do with a mayor who is tired of poop on his streets. So what is he doing? He's making the dogs get passports. Listen to this. The French mayor of the small town of I can't even begin to say how this is pronounced. Jacques Nejou. Bizia. Uh, he takes his morning and walks his Labrador retriever and he keeps seeing poop everywhere on the sidewalks, on the streets. The brown smears, he said, are an Jeez. eyesore. They're, they're ruining his historic town center. He even says he goes so far that when he sees inconsiderate owners who are walking away from their dogs dropping deuces, he yells at them. And sometimes he feels the need to actually pick it up himself because, again, he is the mayor. He's trying to keep his city beautiful. So what is he doing? He has now instituted a policy where anybody that wants to do walk their dog on any of the main streets must have their DNA on file with the local government, meaning that dogs must carry dog, quote, passports to prove that they have complied with the new law. If the dog poop is found, the city will be authorized to scoop it, test it, and find out which dog it matches. Then the owner will be forced to pay with the cleanup. So Love they it. are they're literally trying. He goes, I cannot stand it anymore. This is what we have to do to get people to pick up after their dogs because it is a lack of civility in France. And if people do not enforce the rules, there's no incentive for people to act on the public interest. He set this to last from now into July 2025, because obviously they want their values in their city and their historic uh restor restorability to be there because they love their their city so much so literally they are in installing a poop passport for dogs anybody that walks dogs in that vicinity will have to have a poop passport 
in order to walk their dog. Love it. So, so they, so the, they have to match the D. How did they get the DNA of the owner, though? It's not of the owner. It's the DNA of the dog. So the dog itself has to have a passport. The owner has to pay for their dog to basically have their DNA tested or stored in a database that basically will say, okay, we have your dog's blood sample, their DNA. We put it in a database. As long as your dog poops and you clean it up, you'll never have a problem. However, yeah. we have your phone file. So if somebody goes around, the people that are supposed to clean the city, because we have them in downtown Tampa and St. Pete, the clean team or whatever, if they go around and they see dog poop, guess what? They will have the authority in a special bag and They'll scoop the poop into a special bag. They'll seal it. They're going to date it, time it, and they're going to send it off. And they're going to go, okay, let's go ahead and test this. And if it happens to be the question, like Ed's saying, is how do you know that that dog that's walking around at that moment in time has a passport? Well, you're taking a risk because if somebody approaches you at any given time and says, I need to see your dog's papers, and you don't have them or you don't have the app that shows here's my dog's papers or whatever, you're going to be fined, number one, because you haven't complied with the rules. And number two, if your dog does poop, drop a deuce, you're going to be fined as well. They're trying to basically police the system, so to speak. I mean, like Kev said, I th if, if you could pull it off, it's genius because it's basically saying just do what you're supposed to do. Be a good, a good citizen. Clean up after your dog's crap and there will never be a problem. But because nobody is being responsible enough to be a grown-ass adult and take out care of their dogs, then we're going to instill this passport, dog passport policy in the historic uh area i don't think it's yeah, for, just it's in like that area the, in that area that town or whatever because for whatever reason it has become a poop problem and people can't seem to pick up after their pups well it, it, and i know you're going to get the people that said oh you know uh like big brother and uh, uh, i don't want to be in the database and all that and i a hundred percent understand that yep. but it's it's unfortunate that you have people that have such lack of respect that this is the only way to to do that right and they're not and, saying it's forever they're saying we're going to implement this now for the next two years if all of a sudden we don't have poop on our streets anymore cool then maybe we'll we'll, right. uh, we'll eliminate the program right it's like it seems like a lesson a, it seems like a lot of work to me that's all it just seems like a lot of and i understand what the, the goal is here i understand all that but it just seems like there's just a lot of work involved in order to make this happen and you i know we're trying to create jobs boys, but yeah yeah who's, who's gonna be that you, you just walk around. Somebody, Hold on. Hold on. Right. But hold on. Maybe there's an incentive also that they provide with the clean team to say, you're supposed to be on the lookout for poop. Because guess what? The more poop you find and scoop and put in bags and you send it off with your initials on it, you get a bonus. You get a $10 bonus for the poop pickup. Well, even if there's not that, think about it. Again, if you're on that, um, if that's your job. Right. And that's, pissed, and right? that's God area. damn it. I got to clean up more again? crap again. Yeah. Right. Again. God so, damn it. I'm tired of this shit. Literally. Yeah. So this comes across and you're like, yes. Yes. I get to. Hopefully yes. this will stop people. So then I don't have to pick clean up, up this shit. other. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. I like it. This is going to be like the mall security guards of poop pickup. That's what these people are going to be. They're okay. going to drive around All with right. a little blurt. With their little flashing lights, you know, in their little minivans or their their trucks that they have. It's going to say on the Paul side. Fart Blart is on duty. All right. <laughs> dog Listen. Blart. Yeah, dude. Dog Blart is on <laughs> duty, bro. Literally on duty patrol. Okay. But listen, like I'm saying, like Kev said, if they have to clean it up anyways, right? I'm the one that has to clean it. 
So now I get to to like be on the lookout to screw these people over that are screwing me over because they're not cleaning up after their damn dog. So I want this shit to be analyzed literally <laughs> so that they can find who this mother effer is. So they get fined and I'm on poop patrol now, literally, because I want to find all these mother effers yeah. who are dropping deuces all over the city that I'm having to clean up. So now I have an extra incentive to look for poop. I and can listen, almost guarantee people. that everybody that lives on this street is all aboard on 100% this. hundred percent they gotta be. And I guarantee there's people probably like outside the market that are going, I might just go there to get a job. Because if I can look for poop and get $10 a pile, I'm on poop patrol all day. Like you can call me sir poop a lot. I don't care. Like I am after the ducats, man. It's a good opportunity to make money in France, wherever you're at. <laughs> They're just not going to be taken power seriously. To you guys. That's my whole point. These people are not going to be taken well, seriously. And that that's going to be a bigger problem. They're going to have people like treating them like crap. You know what I mean? Like, it's just almost, well, almost like, like I said, no offense to a mall security guard, but it's the same thing. It's the same vibe here. That's what I'm getting. Okay. Go ahead. They're going to take them seriously once they get hit with a fine. Right. And what if the, they didn't say how much the fine is? Let's say the fine is $500. Are you going to not clean up your dog poop knowing I have to get my dog registered? This is where I live. This is where I walk every day. If I'm out there, I'm going to get fined if I don't have a passport with my dog. So anytime I walk, I know I'm at the risk of getting fined for that. And then if I don't sign them up or I don't clean up the poop, it's $500 for that. I think that cleans up the problem really quickly because you know you're damned if you do. You're damned if you don't. Well, I think the, the mayor's genius. You know, real quick, before we wrap up here, it kind of ties into what Kev made a comment about with the Big Brother situation. You know, people not want to get involved with Big Brother. And Greg, I know you're getting ready to travel. I just yeah. want to be, make you aware. I just I just traveled a couple of weeks ago for the first time ever. They did. Maybe maybe I missed it previously or whatever, but they finally did the face recognition when I was getting ready to do my security check. So they do do that. Y- y- yes. So they do do that at... Um, uh, I haven't seen that necessarily here. I've seen that in other countries um, where you do, you walk up to uh, before you go through the security uh, machine, there is Mm -hmm. like, they're looking for your face. But again, yes is for facial recognition, but what we think of big brother watching us is them looking for fugitives. They're looking for people that have warrants. Like that's what they're looking for. So again, as long as you're not doing anything illegal and you don't, have warrants out for your arrest and you're not a terrorist what do you care they're not like storing that information they're scanning your face because it matches your passport remember all your documents have to match and that's another thing that people don't realize is everything has to line up everything has to be to a t so even if your face doesn't match your passport photo doesn't match your your identification that sends a red flag guess what they do you go into this line and now they're asking you questions or checking your documents i've seen it dude it's crazy everything has to match to a t um, I will say like for the people, like when you mentioned the face recognition, you got to understand we all have social security numbers. So it's not like we're not in the system to begin with. They know Ed Gruby is Ed Gruby, right? Like, I mean, you <laughs> have security, a right. number that right. recognizes you, you to, you know, the government. Correct. You know, so the, so, all they're doing, all they're doing at those checkpoints is checking the checks and balances. Like if you're walking through and you're supposed to be Ed Gruby and you have a photo ID on your passport and the number matches, then it's a green light. You're good to go. That's all it is, dude. I think people look into that big brother stuff a little too much. Not saying it doesn't happen. Uh, And some countries way crazier than ours, like, you know, North Korea. Like if you walk around 
in their any of their public transport places. You're right, Ed. They do have facial recognition in every single one of those uh, terminals and all of that, and it's scanning faces all day. They have like social uh social scale systems and stuff and based on your behavior you're getting points and people are like that's coming here to america and i'm like no it's not dude no it's not it's not and if it I does just, it's not going to be during our lifetime i just hope there's like this big like control center like you see in the movies and stuff like that so i can be like hey where's greg wolf and they could do, 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 greg wolf and then he pops up and i see greg like walking down the street in Amelie Arena, you know, heading to Amelie Arena. There he is right there in downtown Tampa. He's you want that? Game. That's like, what you want? Like, I'd like to see that thing. You know, I'd like to see that command center. I'd be keeping tabs on my wife all the time. I'd be like, where's she now? <laughs> it's like, she's at Publix. Oh, where's she now? <laughs> my goodness. I bet that exists. I bet you it does. I mean, because again, they can ping you by your cell phone. So they know exactly where you are, right? So yeah, in essence, they could be like, he's in his house. Now, the scary part is all of a sudden they're now they know on my phone is here next to my computer and my camera that we're live now right here on this zoom meeting. And all of a sudden they're watching us and they're watching our live stream. And they got our cameras turned on and they're listening through your house, through your Alexa. All that is definitely happening too at some point. Yeah. See, and they, that's, all, and they can do all that. That's the part that I'm like, no. Yeah. I know. Well, you, you don't you have a wanna, choice. Yeah. You want to face scan me going through security on an yes. airport. Cool. cool. Face scan me all one. What else you yeah, want to scan? I don't care. You can scan my whole body. Right. Uh, you know, like, I don't care. But once you start doing what you're talking about, that's, yeah, that's when now you're talking about invading privacy. And, but they can do it. Like, they can do it right now. Yeah. Hey, Haza. Haza's here today. Haza, would you be okay if I knew everywhere you were, if I had a control center and a video monitor and I could scan you? That's weird, she says. <laughs> Do I scare you? Too late. He already Little tracked you else. down at the mall years ago. <laughs> she knows. What'd you say? She, she knows. Did you hear her? She said, I'm a stalker. No. No. You are a stalker. You we are know a stalker. this. You've talked about this. You, you are, stalk you are. her to, to date yeah. her. So <laughs> yeah. it's kind of weird. Normally, the stalker doesn't get the girl. It doesn't normally happen. <laughs> no, and that's it, it, well, well, the full circle. Different. Now we understand why. You were uncomfortable with the face recognition, you right. stalker. <laughs> yeah, what else? Where I am. Yeah. Ruby comes out. Oh, this guy. They'll know where I guy. am. The guy was. Yeah, right. Keep an eye on that guy. See the one that drinks the diet coke by the gallon. Yes, that's him. Heard about that guy. Oh man. Well, you know, that's the world we live in, guys. It's the world we live in. Greg, Did real quick the, before uh, we the, wrap, tell us about Costa Rica. You're get you're heading out there, right? I am. Uh, this is not my first rodeo out in the uh, the CR. It's going to be for my buddy's fiftieth uh, birthday. So nice. a bunch of us couples are going out uh, to two different places in the country. One uh, uh, by uh, La Fortuna, which is up by where the volcano is and whatnot. And we're going to be doing some hiking and zip lining and all sorts of cool stuff. And then, uh, so we're there for half of the trip, and then the other half of the trip we spend on the other coast. Uh, in Manuel Antonio in the Capos area, which is where we've stayed before, um, which is beautiful. The beach is just very, uh, very surfer, uh, like surfer towns and just um, the coast is beautiful. The food's amazing. The people are awesome. It's like, like definitely one of the the places we've loved to uh, to go back to. There's So there's I've actually I've never been to Costa Rica ever before. I, I do want to go because I've heard it's it's, it's uh, just outstanding. It so. Is. Oh, you said you're separating in two different parts. So it's yes. one kind of like mountainy, rainforesty, and then the other half yeah. is like beachy. All of it is kind of that way, Costa Rica. But the but the, we're staying at like a resort 
the first half of the trip and like outside the pool area. And I'm sure I'll post pictures and whatnot. Like you see the farmland. I'm sure like, we know you're going to. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> definitely. Um, the, because again, the volcano area, it's just, it, it, it's not like what you think, Kev, but yes, on the other side, Manuel Antonio, it's very rainforest, uh, beachy meets rainforest. So you go from beach to like high hills. Um, and, and it is the wildlife is everywhere around you, which is the cool part of Costa Rica is you're getting these, true like monkey drive-bys with their babies on their back and you're just sitting in your pool and you're just watching it's like this is insane and you'll find sloths just kind of going from tree to tree and just it's very cool you're very much immersed into nature when you're there and it's untouched and um the second half of the trip we're in this big ass mansion that an airbnb that one of the people in our group found and it's like got this indoor outdoor pool and it's just sleeps like a bunch of it's massive that's and cool. so that's the other cool thing about costa rica yeah is if you get a group together um you can find these amazing vrbo properties or these airbnb properties that are private residences that you can rent out you can get like a private chef to come to the house and cook you a meal you just tell them what you want and it's just it's a really remarkable experience and it's not overly uh outrageously expensive again because yeah i've heard to, it's pretty fair yeah you're going to south america whether it's ecuador or any of those kind of countries is your your buck goes a little bit longer uh over there it's you know it's comparable so uh i definitely recommend it at some point boys to get out there and travel the world it's a big place and there's a lot of amazing countries to visit and uh you know we've been fortunate to, to go to a lot of cool places but uh, costa rica is definitely one on the list you guys should get to at some point make sure you uh follow greg if uh, on social media because uh yeah, if you, know you want to follow on. along with him on a daily basis he'll post yeah, about no, a thousand no, photos a day no, not anymore <laughs> dude i don't know if you've noticed i i've uh i've kind of uh changed that whole philosophy um in my older years i will I really don't do a whole lot anymore as far as like the social stuff, because again, as you get older, you realize who am I, what is this for? Like my friends and family? Cool. Let's just take pictures. I'll upload them when we get back. Like it's no big deal. I don't have to go on a rampage and post 47 galleries a day. And I don't need to be TikToking and snapping every little thing I'm doing. I'm like, just enjoy the moment now. Right. Like we're at that point in life where it's like, I don't need to be sharing everything I'm doing on social media. What you should so, do is a photo dump. That way you can still take the photos, exactly. do all that kind of stuff, dump share it. the experience, right. but right. don't do it every single day because Correct. you want to live in the Live now. in the moment. Live in the moment, gang. Take so a picture with the in... Chiquita banana lady. Take a picture with a monkey and you're good. Great. Thanks for checking in, guys. We'll be back when I'm back from my vacation. <laughs> Three dads in a minivan. We're signing off. Have a safe trip, bro. Later. Thank you, guys. Three dads in a minivan.